Welcome back to The Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham and welcome to my show. And it seems like a lot of people liked my last episode that I did, uh, which really features CNBC's millennial money. What they do is they take a millennial, they go over their income and their finances, and they feature it on the YouTube channel. And then I see it and I get very upset when I see people making all this money and then not saving all of it uh, because I like saving money. So a lot of people like that and I figured, well, you know, if, if, if it works, then we may as well keep the gravy train going and do another one and just keep doing this again. So I was trying to figure out which episode to do and I figured the best way to do this is always just go to the YouTube channel and then sort by most popular. So that's what I did and we have this. Living on $150,000 a year in New York City, millennial money. So let's go ahead and give this a shot and give it a watch and I will review it from my perspective of someone who is deeply into personal finance and retiring early and that whole lifestyle. Plus I'm really cheap. So I get very triggered when I see people uh, spending money unnecessarily on things they don't need to spend money on. Like here I am this morning, it's uh, 11 o'clock in the morning and I got my iced coffee. I made this myself. I did not go to Starbucks to buy this. This is as good as like a $6 coffee at Starbucks that I can make myself for like 30 cents. Uh, So anyway, mm, let's get into this. Is 34 millennial? I feel like that's a little bit too old for a millennial, but let's find out. Let's, Let's do Google this. Google millennial. What is a millennial? Denoting or relating to a period of a thousand years. That's not the answer we want. Uh, Let's see. Anyone born between 1981 and 1996 is considered a millennial. So technically 34 is a millennial. That's how you can tell I'm getting old. It's just like I'm thinking 34. I'm like, no way. Is that millennial? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we know. Let's get back to the video. Coming from a family that's a family of immigrants, where we were three families in a one-bedroom in Brooklyn, I didn't learn about money growing up. Um, My experience with money was seeing my family hustle, and now everyone's doing really well. I think you could tell already she's got some pretty good work ethic. If she grew up seeing that, I think, judging by what she just said, she's going to be a really hard worker, and I think she's going to be pretty smart with her money. But let's just see. I thought for a second it was Patreon. That's how you know I spend too much time on YouTube when Patron to me now reads Patreon. But anyway. I mean, I would say my biggest expense every month is my rent. I do have health insurance. I pay about $400 a month for it. But even with that $400, you know, prescriptions are a ton, but just have to have health insurance, especially when you're in your mid thirties. Okay, so here we go. This is the part I like. Two-bedroom apartment, $2,400. I think that's reasonable. But again, I'm here in Los Angeles where $2,400 gets you uh, basically a cardboard box. So this to me, this seems reasonable. Health insurance, $400. Health insurance is getting expensive. I am completely healthy, no pre-existing conditions. Uh, You know, I, I go to the gym every now and then. Maybe some of you guys notice. Uh, But no, even my health insurance with nothing. The basic, basic, basic plan. It's basically like a catastrophic plan with an insanely high deductible. For me, it's still like $215 a month, which is cheap. So health insurance seems reasonable to me. 
250 to 330 a month in donations. You know, that's that's fine. 400 a month in transportation. Well, that's probably cheaper than let's say owning a car and insurance and gas and repairs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, unless you have a Tesla, link down below in the description for my referral code so you don't have to pay for gas and maintenance and all of this crazy thing. It's a Tesla Model 3 for the win. Uh, groceries, $200 a month for groceries, 150 to $200 a month for an iPhone. What kind of iPhone costs $200 a month? Why? Why? Okay, so I pay, I think it's $83 a month for unlimited everything on my iPhone. I don't get what's costing $200 a month. Unless you go and finance new iPhones every year and you always have a payment on top of a really expensive uh, phone plan, there's no reason why her iPhone should be costing $200 a month. Unless she's the type that she's downloading apps all day. Like maybe she's playing all of these games all day with in-app purchases and she's just like $1, $1, $1 and then like $200 later. Anyway, uh, I digress. Electricity, so honestly her spending at $4,100 a month is reasonable to me. I would say that's that's a decent budget. One, just being used to that Friday direct deposit, having to really know where every single dollar is coming from. Another challenge is just money management for me, um, putting aside money to pay your taxes every year, and also just knowing your worth. I think that was something that I learned a lot. You know, you start doing designs for like two, $300, and then you realize there's people that are doing this for hedge funds that are charging like $100,000 just for a logo. She's smart. I mean, I'll, I'll hand it to her. I mean, she's obviously well-educated. She's well-versed. I think she's good at what she does. But, oh, we're getting into a good one here. It's cryptocurrencies. Ooh, let's see what this one is. My experience with crypto, um, I have to thank my little brother, Yeto. A significant portion of Dijana's, Dijana's, Dijana, I don't, I don't know, income comes from crypto. Th that makes me really nervous. The fact that her significant portion of her income comes from crypto. He was on it very early on. And he told me to invest in Bitcoin a couple of years ago when it was about $1,000, uh, maybe a little less. And um, I liquidated at 19000 He called me and said, get out. And I was like, what do you mean? And he said, you will never see a return on anything like this in your life again. Plot twist here. Her brother is Satoshi Nakamoto. But for real though, I mean, what are the chances you have a younger brother who's just like, get out, get out right now. It's, it's, it's peaking, it's the peak. How many people have the education to predict the peak when it is actually the peak and sell off at the high. Her brother, I think, knows something that none of us know. None of us could have predicted that 20K was going to be the peak and just sell, sell right now. But anyway, you know, hey, maybe, maybe she just got really lucky or her brother is a genius uh, or her brother is Satoshi Nakamoto. Putting a little bit of money into it, you know, here and there and kind of having a very diverse portfolio. Dijana still has some crypto, but prefers not to say how much. I bet this lady is loaded in crypto. So if she put it at a thousand, she sold it at nineteen. Like even if she put ten thousand dollars in crypto and sold it at twenty thousand, let's just say, uh, she would be sitting on two hundred grand uh, of crypto. I, I, I want to know how much she put in. I want to know if it's like hundreds of thousands, if it's millions, if like her little brother is sitting there like fifty cents buying Bitcoin. Uh, I'm just curious, she should say how much, because now we all want to know.
All right, so this is the part I'm kind of confused on. She saves 10 to 15% of her monthly income, but then right here, uh, only 5% of that is set aside for her retirement. So what happens to the other 5 to 10%? Where does that go? If she's saving, where is it? I want to know where it is. Where is it going? Okay, so we know her monthly expenses are $4,100 a month. Okay, so we have $150,000. Let's just say after taxes, she's left over with, I don't know, $105,000. Let's just say $105,000. Okay, so that works out to be $8,750 a month. She's spending $4,100 a month. Uh, and that leaves her with $4,650 left over, of which let's just say she saves $15,000 a year. And that leaves her with $3,400 a month left over. I want to know where that $3,400 goes. Because there's $3,400 a month right now that's unaccounted for. We don't know where it goes. We don't know what she's spending this money on. This, this is what I like to call basically, I'm, I'm going to make this up right now on the spot. Uh, it's really the phantom drain. You know, and I, and I just came up with this just now, the phantom drain, uh, because I heard Tesla has like the phantom drain, where basically the battery just drains over time just because. I'm going to call this phantom drain like a savings drain because... I bet she's making a lot of little impulse purchases here and there on Starbucks and other maybe little miscellaneous things just, just add up over time. Because $3,400, there, there's basically, there's $113 every day that's, that's missing right now. It's gone. Where's it going? That's the phantom drain, is the money that you have that you don't know where it goes, but it's just gone. Maybe she explains it though, let's give this a shot. Every dollar I spend, I think of how I can make like $3 to cover it, you know, and that's always in my head. I buy a purse. For 200 and I'm like, where am I gonna make $500 tomorrow? That's pretty smart. You know, I actually do the same thing. If I spend money on something, my whole thing is I want my investments to pay for this. Like the Tyrannosaurus Rex skull, you gotta figure out how my investments are gonna, gonna pay for this. Um, my computer, I figure, well, you know, I can make this back in like, you know, half a day on YouTube. So every little thing I kinda calculate, how much money do I have to invest in order for it to pay for it, or how long will it take for this just to pay for itself? So I agree with that mindset. But I noticed here, very subtle, I pick up on these things. She didn't mention that handbag spending in her monthly expenses. So remember how I said there's money just disappearing every day? Well, I have a feeling it's maybe it could be these, these handbags or little, little things like this that just add up over time. But, that, but that's fine. You know, that's, it's her life. Let's, so let's keep going. My goal is to retire by 40. I always say if you live in Manhattan, you have to hate yourself a little bit. <laughs> goal is to retire. Hold up. Hold up. One second. Pause everything. Retire at 40. She's 34 now. She has six years to retire. Six years to retire on $150,000 a year income, saving 10 to 15% of her. That's not going to happen. The only way she can retire is if she's like huge into crypto. Like she's just hiding it from, you know, like she's, she's going and spending all this money in handbags because she's got like $20 million worth of crypto right now that none of us know about. That's what I think is going on. If I were to guess, I bet she's loaded in crypto. Because otherwise, she's not going to retire in six years off of her current spending. There's, just, there's, there's no way. I, I just can't see how she would have more than, I don't know, a few hundred thousand dollars in retirement accounts, uh, assuming she's been saving for the last, you know, uh, 20 not 20, not 20 years, obviously. What is it? Like 16 years of saving and investing and all that. Unless she has money in crypto. That's all I'm going to say. You know, it's not easy to live here. So I'm really working up to 
taking everything I made here and enjoying the rest of my life somewhere else. Yo, that's just gotta be some random stock footage of like a Porsche Speedster. I highly doubt that's her and the Porsche Speedster. Based driving above the clouds somewhere. That looks like a commercial to me from Porsche, but I don't know why they threw that in there. But anyway, I had to mention that. So I never felt like I was great with money. And the more I talk about it, the more I realize you hear where you can do better and where you can spend less. So basically, I think my take on this is that she's obviously smart. She's debt free. She seems like she's good at business. It seems like she respects money. My only concern is where does it go? Because like we said, we calculated her expenses at $4,100. Uh, if she makes $105,000 after paying taxes, that's $8,750 a month. Subtract that by $4,100. That leaves her left over with $4,650. We subtract, let's say, let, let's even subtract uh, uh, an extra $1,500 a month in savings, uh, $3,150. Let's even just subtract another like $500 for like random stuff. She's basically got $2,600 a month coming in that's unaccounted for. Where does it go? I want to know where it goes. $2,600. That that's not in her expenses. That's not in her saving. Uh, she so I'm guessing $2,650 a month is basically her just just fun money. Uh, because you know what, I realized that back in her budget here, uh, let's go back here. Yeah, okay, so so I, I found it. So basically, um, twenty six fifty has got to be got to be her fun money because this assumes her typical monthly spending is basically she lives my life and just not leave the house and work all the time, um, and basically don't go out and spend money. But obviously here. She spends money, so I have a feeling twenty six fifty a month is really her budget on because shopping is not in here. It's her shopping budget. It's her going out budget. It's uh, vacation budget. It's everything else, and that's twenty six fifty. That's where it's going. Um, I wish she included that in the typical monthly spending. My whole thing is she's smart. She's it seems like she's ambitious, uh, but she should be saving a lot more, you know. And if she if her goal is to retire in six years. She can't be spending $2,600 a month on just what, whatever and not even mention it in a typical monthly spending budget. You know, at least mention it. So yeah, anyway, that's my take on it. And if she happens to be watching this video, my only recommendation at this point would just be to save more. I don't think really you can cut back on much else. I think your typical monthly spending at $4,100 a month is reasonable. For what it is, I think it's. I, I can't really complain except for the iPhone. I think you're spending too much on your iPhone, and you should cut back on those in-app purchases. Um, and then, other than that, it's really the, the twenty-six hundred dollars that's unaccounted for that we don't know where it, where it goes. Where does it go? I have a feeling it's probably in crypto. I, I think she's stashing money away, and she doesn't want anyone to know about it. That's what I think. I, her, her brother. She should really listen to her brother more. I think he knows something that. The rest of us don't know. Uh, so if if the brother is watching here, yo, hit me up. Tell me what to invest in. I wanna I wanna have an almost twenty x return on my money. So maybe you can help me out. So anyway, that's my thoughts on this. If you guys enjoy this content, make sure as always to destroy the like button, destroy the subscribe button, subscribe if you haven't already. Add me on Instagram. I post it pretty much daily. So if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching, and until next time.